Hello everybody, we are here with a quick word from our friends over at Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries. And our podcast, We Are Marvel, is there too. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or use the link in the description of this episode. To get a one-month free subscription, use the promo code MARVEL. That's www.newsly.me. And don't forget, let them know that we sent you there by using the promo code MARVEL. M-A-R-V-E-L. Hello everybody and welcome to We Are Marvel, where we explore all the corners of the Marvel Cinematic Multiverse. And we are also the official podcast of the We Are Marvel Facebook group. Please go check them out today, and while you're there... Head on over to the We Are Marvel pod page and give us a like and follow too. It's tons of funs. We are your hosts. My name is Justin. My name is Jeremy. And welcome to the show. Yes, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate yeah. it as always. Yeah. Happy to be here. <laughs> Excited to talk <laughs> some uh, monsters. Monsters. Yeah, there's there was a lot more than I expected. Um, yeah. I uh, I did a, a search Rooney on several different uh, sites of just Marvel monsters yeah. from the comics and movies and everything. I and just yeah, there are a ton that I didn't even know who they were, so they're not on the list. And then okay. there's a ton that I didn't even think would be on the list, and they were. And I went, oh, okay, well, we can talk about that. <laughs> so we'll talk about the ones that uh, we've seen already, what we thought of them. Maybe pick a favorite, and then we'll uh, talk about the ones that we haven't seen yet and how cool it would be if we could. Um, yeah. I don't know if we're going to do the whole list because it's a lot, Okay. but we let's, shall see. Let's see where the episode takes us. Yeah. Uh, so, I guess without much further adieu, let's grab our Icarish and settle in. Okay, so I don't have uh, any special, like, order of these. I didn't put them in appearance order or anything. It's kind of alphabetical, but not really, because I just kind of went around. Like, it started to be, and then it immediately wasn't. So, (laughs) let's just get into this and uh, talk about our experiences with these cool MCU monsters. The first one I have is one of the first ones we had, Mm. The Abomination. All right. Um, Tim Roth and Incredible Hulk and then She-Hulk. Reprise. Yeah, I am glad that he got to uh, kind of reprise his role in She-Hulk. Me it's, too. I mean, it's just awesome that they got the same character back, and then they were able to improve on his look. Um, 
I mean, I, en- I enjoyed it. It was exciting at the time when it first came out, but it just didn't look right. And especially mm-hmm. with the, the CGI, it just looked so shiny. It wasn't dialed in the way it is now. But I mean, it's still good. And it was, it was a cool idea, this idea of, <laughs> like, he had Hulk blood with a super soldier serum, so he is just a bulked up, boned out dude. Yeah. But seeing him in She-Hulk with the actual, like, thin ears and scales he looks like he does in the books it was much much cooler i think it was a more interesting story in incredible hulk okay yeah because it was like i mean tim roth is amazing tarantino all day um (laughs) but he looked so much cooler in comic accurate and she hulk yeah so you kind of like i wish i could like bring that abomination look into Incredible Hulk, and yes. it would have been like perfect. Yeah, that would be great. I mean, I'm, it's, you know, it's just computer stuff. Can't you just do it? You know, Control Alt Delete, Control V, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> that's what I do all the time. It doesn't do yeah. anything, but that's what I do. But I like his his journey. Like as as we're talking, I might as well kind of dig into him a little bit. We won't go yeah. too crazy here, but the idea of someone who you know he got the super soldier serum and like a drug addict just wanted more and more and mm-hmm. more power got addicted to that and then he saw the hulk and went like i want that right and his sort of obsession of becoming that big and that strong leading yeah. to an abomination mm. it was nice. corny and dumb but yeah. it, you know it was awesome yeah yeah and you're, you're right i did like that it made sense the way he did like he he's he i remember the line of can you imagine if we had these same like skills and knowledge, but with a younger body? And it was pretty mm-hmm. much like, well, I mean, I can give you that with this shot. And he gets mm-hmm. it, and he's like, I yeah, like you said, he wants more and more and more. And he sees the Hulk, and he's like, I now need that. Like, can you imagine mm-hmm. me with my skills like that? And and that's how we get there. And it's it's an, it, I love that it makes sense. It's not just some yeah. corny, cheesy thing like, oh, he just he. Gets big now. No, he no just happened to also be hit by that gamma <laughs> something or other that he right. was hit by, and now he's a bad guy too. Fantastic yeah. for, yeah. So I love that it makes and sense and it works. The spin they put on it in She-Hulk, where they were like, the army kind of used me, and then hung me out to dry. Yeah, and I was like, you know, that's kind of true. Yeah, you don't really think about it because they don't frame it that way in the movie, but. Yeah, that and that's a classic Ross dickhead move of like, I'm gonna use you <laughs> for what you have and what you want for my gain, mm-hmm. and then when you freak out, you fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's not what I told him to do. That's yeah. that's an abomination. Get rid of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Ross's first great failure, Hulk, <laughs> the classic MCU monster. Yeah. Uh. Stanley based him essentially off of Frankenstein and Jekyll and Hyde, which is you know pretty apparent given the look, especially in the original books of that very Frankenstein-y look to him and and the anger turning him into a monster and shit. But uh, Hulk is classic, and I've liked pretty much everything they've done with him. Mm -hmm. I just wish that we had another Hulk movie so that they could do more. Yeah, and you want like a a standalone or? Yeah. I think we'd prefer a standalone, but would you take a team up again? If they could make it... Like, I liked what they did in Ragnarok, because mm-hmm. it was our version of doing Planet Hulk. Right. But there's so much more in that story 
of the relationship between Hulk and Banner that mm. isn't explored. Yeah. Like they just kind of graze upon it. Like my favorite scene in that movie that we talked about when we talked about it was when uh, they get down to the Quinjet and Thor plays Black Widow's message and he starts screaming and no banner and blah, blah, blah. Like that's yeah. one of the best Hulk scenes in the MCU because it's the only time we really get into who he is since Incredible Hulk. Right. Okay, so I would point. love more of that. He's more of just the tough guy in most of these movies, and we don't really get deep into what that psychology is really like. Yeah, you're, you're right. They just use him more of a tool, just like the the classic Hulk smash thing. It's just go smash things, and there's not really any character building or anything. You're right. It's a good point. So, yeah, I'd yeah. I mean, they that. have their they have their moments. Like Age of Ultron, they gave him a relationship with Black Widow that came out yeah. of left field. Yeah. But it ended up kind of paying off, sort of, but not as much as it could have in Infinity War. Like, She-Hulk, we kind of got some, but it was such a She-Hulk thing, which we'll talk about her in two seconds, (laughs) that, you know, they didn't really go that deep into him. Yeah. It's all just, like, little nuggets of information. So, like, really, the best version of Hulk is Incredible Hulk. Because you see that Banner-Hulk relationship. But yeah, I, I, I do want more. And it sucks because it's like uh, Namor where he can't appear as of lately in his own movie mm-hmm. just through Marvel. It'd have to be through Universal. I think that's changed now. Mm-hmm. Like I, there were rumors that this year was the last year of that deal. Okay. But. We haven't heard, and you know, there hasn't been an announcement of like, "Hey, we're doing, you know, World War Hulk in Phase Six. So, <laughs> until that happens, it could just be a load of shit. That's right. Yeah, I, I agree. I'd, I'd love to see more Hulk, and and more, more story of him. So, yeah. good call. Well, speaking of Hulk, let's talk about the last Hulk, possibly the best Hulk, mm-hmm. in She Hulk. <laughs> I en- I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the series. I did it was too. A lot of fun. Uh, yeah. I love the the fourth wall breaking and and like we mentioned on the show, she is the first to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though um, Deadpool Deadpool made it yep. popular, <laughs> yeah, he yeah he definitely popularized it, but she did it first and and just the the subtle nudges here and there, and it was very her own character. It wasn't like oh yeah, it is just Hulk, but female. No, they were yeah. they are yes, but also big no. Like she's completely mm-hmm. different than that. It's still her in control. All yeah. of the time, it's the power really sets are different. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, she's essentially Endgame Hulk yeah. without having to go through the years of everything else. And it's it is true to book. It's I think I slammed on Deadpool a little bit in the actual She Hulk episode. Go listen <laughs> to that and all the reasons why that, as great a character as it is, is just a gigantic ripoff of other characters. <laughs> um, but. <sighs> And it, it, it's it's almost like playing with the net down because she got her own show. She got yeah. eight, nine, nine episodes mm-hmm. to really cut loose and do whatever and develop. Obviously, it had kind of a weird ending because yeah. you know it all kind of amounted to nothing. But that's the point. So tough. <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, I, it. Yeah, you know, I get why people sure. don't like it because it's so different. Yeah, but if you know the books, that's what they do in the books. 
Right. <laughs> oh, we set up all this shit? Well, that doesn't matter because I want to do something else right now. <laughs> yeah, and, and you never know. I mean, she could get brought in and, and who knows? You know, they 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 left it open enough where it's possible, but you're right. They didn't leave it open where it's like, yeah, we're definitely getting a second season or we're definitely going to see her in so-and-so movie. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. rumors, especially with uh, the leader, which I'm. Pr- I think I have him in the want to seize because yeah. he hasn't been the leader yet. Um, he's coming in uh, New World Order, mm-hmm. Cap Four, which is next year. Starts filming here in a couple weeks, I think. Uh, and there's been rumblings of a couple Hulks appearing, which would mm-hmm. make sense. Yeah. So we shall see, but. Yeah, she's just the most interesting. And again, it's pulling with the net down because we had more time with Jennifer Walters, but mm-hmm. seeing what her life is actually like yeah, dealing with this shit and the things that it did to her career, good and bad. Like Of the three Hulk-like characters we've mentioned, she's easily the, the best, but it's, you know, with an obvious... Uh, uh, what's the word I want? Asterix? Let's go with that. Sure. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to one of the two of the least (laughs) used uh, monsters in the MCU. It's a little. Yeah, they're monsters. Uh, So we got Laufey and the Frost Giants from the first Thor. Mm -hmm. I didn't mind Laufey and the Frost Giants. Like for the time. This is 2011. The first Thor. They they were fine. Yeah. Like, the true villain of that movie is Loki. Yeah. So, like, Laufey and his minions are just kind of fodder for the story, which in that case is fine. I thought whoever... I don't remember the guy that played Laufey, but he did a good job. You know, he yeah. was menacing and creepy. Yeah. Yeah, they were... Like you said, they were fine. It's just they're so, un, like, unmemorable because... They mm-hmm. weren't the main villains. They, they were in a few scenes, and it looked like, oh, this this is a big war that's going to happen, and it was just over just because... Yeah. Laufey brought them came all back. in to try and assassinate Odin, and Loki knew that was coming, so he killed them, so he could yeah. pretend to be the hero. Yeah. Like it, it Which just, is it, cool, well, you know, classic Loki. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you're mean, right. There's just not much to it. And that's, like, I'm not a Thor expert. I, yeah. I only know the Frost Giants from what little they used them in, like, Earth's Mightiest Heroes and stuff. Yeah. And they're pretty much just the Frost monsters that Thor battles at the beginning of an episode and then fucks <laughs> off to the important thing in that episode. <laughs> so it's in keeping with that, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they're just, yeah, I kind of, like, forgot about them until we did this episode, you know, I did the research for this. Yeah. Because they haven't come back. We had that one dog one that showed up at the end of uh, the Dark World, which we'll get to those guys in a second. (laughs) Um, But the big four-legged one with the horns that he he goes through the the mouth of it. Yeah. There's one of those that, yeah. It's all of just... Yeah, all that portal shit and... We see one, and then it just so happened to make it onto Earth, and was like running around a parking oh, lot. Okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was that like, doesn't that, matter because it was yeah. never talked about again. It was yeah. a post-credits thing, I think. That's right. Yeah, it was never talked about again. Yeah, it's like, yeah. Did, did was this ever taken care of? Is this still just yeah. 
sitting out in the Killing mountains. Killing people in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That would have been a funny She-Hulk Easter egg to put in there. A giant <laughs> blue dog monster <laughs> kills hunters in woods. <laughs> Prefers the cold. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. Oh, man. Uh, speaking of more forgettable villains from Thor, Malekith uh, and the Dark Elves, easily the most egregious thing Marvel's done, I think. Yeah, yeah, like you said about about <laughs> forgetting about them, this is the same. Like the movie became more important because we got we traveled back there and and it, you know different things that happened in the movie became important, but as far as Malekith and the Dark Elves, not so much. Not at all, well, I guess. Not even not so much. They, not at they all. are literally faceless villains. Like, the yeah. only ones whose faces we actually see are Malekith and Curse. Or Scourge, oh, yeah. or whatever the fuck his name I don't remember. The big one that wreaked uh, havoc in the prison. Yeah. And Malekith is just boring. <laughs> like, I like Eccleston. Yeah. I think there's stuff he could have done really well, but... And I think we talked about it in this. I think if they had just had him speaking English the whole time, mm. we could have connected more with him. And if we had obviously seen more of just him being a a, a character instead mm. of a caricature, right? He he would have been because he was he was just a cackling. You fucked me over when. I'm, your grandpa was around, and now I hate you now, <laughs> yeah. and I want the ether to make it dark again. I guess, like, okay, like, yeah, it, it yeah. was back in the days when they didn't really explain what the stones were and did, mm-hmm. but this was gonna apparently alter reality to make it a world of darkness again. I guess. I get, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what else it would be. Yeah, so I just like I, Malekith is such a cool character like I've there's a I can't remember I think it's called Thor Tales of Asgard it was an animated movie that Lionsgate did in the early 2000s okay. and it was Thor and Loki as kids and Malekith was like a Jafar from Aladdin kind of character who was working with Odin and part of the royal whatevers and then he turned on them okay and that was really cool <laughs> like you kind of see like oh I've been screwed by your people forever but i've been biding my time and now i'm gonna strike and it was i mean it's not a great movie but it's an interesting take on that character whereas this you forget that he's a thing unless you're watching thor the dark world (laughs) yeah yeah because there nothing came of it it was never talked about again you didn't really understand like you couldn't really agree with what he's doing and was just taking it too far like like we've talked about before with villains is you, you understand the reasons and you kind of agree until they go too far. This one was just like, you went too far from the beginning and I, I don't agree. <laughs> and I, so now I, you're I, just I, wrong. I, yeah. I just, ju- I don't care just, about you now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, yeah, it's, that's I'm, what it was. Yeah. I'm so glad that this was kind of the last Marvel movie to have that kind of old comic book movie tropes. And right. then we got winter soldier where it was like, no, these are what, these movies are now so right. just, that's over uh-huh. iron man 2 and thor the dark world are, are gone <laughs> we're not going to talk about those anymore and, and now we're doing this uh, uh next up is the chitari 
from Avengers and other Avengers-related movies. Right. Uh, which is the alien force that Loki uh, brings forth uh, in the first Avengers movie. I think they're fine. They're another... Like, they're cool-looking, mm-hmm. but as characters, they're not. Yeah, I don't... Is characters. there any any single one that we even get to know? No. Yeah, it's just, just soldiers, It's that... Yeah, and it is kind of that... I mean, I suppose we could just lump the Outriders from uh, Infinity War and Endgame into this, too. Yeah. They're just... And even... I mean, I don't have the Ultron bots on here, because they're robots, not monsters, but... It's just like the mass of army that they have to fight whilst fighting the bad guy. Hmm. So it's not ten on one, and they win in two seconds. Right. Yeah. Uh, they serve their purpose, is the hmm. thing. Like, the Chitauri in the comics is from Ultimates, which is an Avengers book that was made in the 2000s. And they're essentially the scrolls they can shapeshift and they infiltrated the governments and like they're not incredibly interesting characters in the books but there are a few that like there's one that was a a nazi general that cap fought in the war and was sort of tied to his getting frozen and then he shows back up you know in modern times and they're you know they kind of have a thing but not really okay so it's just it the only real thing that i think would have made it interesting ish is the shape shifting but that also would have convoluted so much that it wouldn't yeah. have benefited in any way no yeah you're right so they're, they're fine like i guess these you know these mass armies just have to look cool yeah and, yeah look and cool and, and be somewhat um menacing or imposing, yeah, imposing. imposing. yeah imposing is better yeah. but yeah other than that yeah the, I, I, we don't you don't want to give the audience too much for them to care about because then if they're just mm-hmm. killing all of them it's like oh geez like who's the good guys yeah there? you know right so these guys have to be faceless they killed only, only soldier number guys. five those right. bastards right but it's if you the know russian them and... family in justice league <laughs> yeah no that's <laughs> terrible but if you do get to know them and you're like oh they're actually not bad people they're just being forced to fight like then you're like yeah like stop killing yeah. them like just stop yeah. them you don't have to kill them but with this it's like who cares? Yeah, just you just know? wipe them out. <laughs> yeah. And I will say that I like the Chitari more than the Outriders just from a look perspective. Oh, really? Okay. I, I think if the... I was hoping that the Outriders would lead to Venom. I, and I oh. think, like, if this was sort of like their version of Secret Wars and this is where Spider-Man got the symbiote because yeah. it was some sort of thing that Thanos was manipulating to make these horrible monsters like that would have been fucking cool that would yeah i think the outriders are scarier okay Uh, yes because they're just like angry animal things with teeth Mm -hmm. but the chitauri are cooler looking like they got the sleek armor and the guns and shit like yeah i I can agree i can agree with that because i agree that yeah the the outriders are definitely more menacing i mean they just they cut through the sheet or they try and get through that shield, and they don't care what's happening to them. Like that's yeah. frightening. Yeah, but it's classic like horror movie monster where they're just this horde that is coming at you. It's yes. they're zombies basically. Yeah, like they're just like World War Z killing zombies. machines. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, which is so. frightening. Yes. Like we 
to go back to pod and gore shout out to brandon who's not with us today yeah. uh the the running zombie is a frightening idea yes like the walking zombie you could just probably walk a little faster and you're mm-hmm. fine like pay attention to what you're doing and don't just stand around in a field for a long time <laughs> so they can just like stumble upon you and bite you yeah but a running zombie you're just screwed yes. like <laughs> yeah because they're not going to get tired or no. or care about what's in the way or anything and they're just going to run to get you and that mm-hmm. is frightening yeah <laughs> it's, it's oh, very scary okay. bring it back <laughs> <laughs> jeremy's gonna have nightmares probably <laughs> drink some warm milk and cuddle up with your blankie uh, the next one that I didn't think of, but it was on the list, he is a classic Marvel monster before right. he became a Guardian of the Galaxy, is Groot. Yeah. He I was a, a, yeah, he was a Marvel monster that Stan Lee created back in the day of when, and this is something I meant to say at the beginning and didn't, before Marvel did, uh, superheroes, mainly, they did monster books. Stan would come up w- with some weird sound effect like lur or zerkter or whatever and (laughs) jack or whoever would come up with some crazy monster design and that would be what they did for years before superheroes started to become a thing okay and this was one of those right so i don't remember uh i don't know what the actual origins of groot are okay so we're just gonna pretend like i talked about him from the comics but (laughs) in this he is easily the most important and most loved of all yes. of these monsters. Absolutely. Yeah, I actually have a story about this. So so I, as as you and and the audience know, I've been rewatching these movies with my daughter and we're slowly catching up. Finally got to Guardians of the Galaxy. She's known about Groot, but mostly baby Groot. Mm-hmm. Um cuz he's you know he's cute so I showed it to her and all, all baby that. Baby Groot. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Please no. <laughs> Um, but so we watched Guardians, and she, you know, she it was Groot. She loved it. She was having fun, and then Groot sacrifices himself, and like I was, you know, a little worried, like she'd be sad, but I knew, you know, he was back, so it'll be okay. But she, mm-hmm. I like looked over and and looked, she looked really sad, and I asked her, I was like, "Are you okay?" And just huge tears and started bawling hard, and I'm like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Just keep watching, like." It's it's gonna be okay. Just keep watching. And she just, oh my gosh, dude, huge tear. <laughs> I like, felt terrible. Yeah, but You're it gets horrible. worse. It gets worse. So she got past that. We're okay now. It's baby Groot. Mm. Very cute. But and then, um, she pointed out that she really likes Gamora. I'm like, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she really likes Black Widow. I'm again, like, oh, oh my god. <laughs> like changed her avatar on the Disney Plus thing to Black Widow. I'm like. Oh no! Why? Please this no! It's gonna get rough. <laughs> yeah. At least she so, comes back in her own movie. Yeah, but she's still dead. <laughs> yeah, I, and I she's just, for good oh dead. Gosh, I know. I I don't even know what I'm gonna do now. <laughs> I'm so worried to get there. Like she yeah. reacted like that was just crude. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my god. Uh, Are you? I don't remember. Are you doing release order? I or yeah. Time we're doing, order. We're doing release order. That's right. Uh, Seems- you know, Sometime. Yeah, but not still. much. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> it's like, uh, so that was a That's tough one. Bad. I was not ready for that. But thank you. For, I, I've been meaning to tell you this for a while, <laughs> and and I I thought the audience might get a kick out of it too. But oh my gosh, you I'm have your own uh, Disney Plus avatar. 
Uh, I, I do. I've I got Mando, so it's not hmm. Marvel. I'm sorry, everyone, but I, I also like Star Mine's, Wars. Uh, mine's <laughs> Kermit. So okay, nice. <laughs> when it started, I picked Hades because he was always my favorite villain, oh, but yeah. I changed it to Kermit. There you go. Well, they didn't have a Captain America forever. Oh, do they? I, mean, I think now? they do. I don't remember, but okay. I was just like, Probably. oh, they don't have ones, so I like Hades, so let's pick him. But yeah, hmm, it's just weird. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's yes. he is the heart of the Guardians. He's the reason those movies really are so beloved because mm-hmm. he's just like I remember when we saw Guardians in theaters, and the baby Groot in the pot wakes up and stretches and these yeah. two ladies in the theater went oh <laughs> and like every time we watch that now it's just oh like, <laughs> but he is he's adorable he's fun and i like yes. what they've done with them and the different yeah. stages like the moody teenager we got in infinity mm-hmm. war was just amazing <laughs> and yeah. i actually kind of liked what we got in uh, the holiday special and what we'll probably see uh, in volume three here in a couple months yeah, this sort of buffed up, you know, like twenty-something-year-old yes. bodybuilder, that Groot. <laughs> like, he's, yeah. for for a character that just says his name, he's just awesome. Like, yeah, I, it's 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 impressive, if nothing else. Like all yeah. these other characters, except for maybe the Chitauri and Outriders, had a chance to have that level of connection with us, right? And don't, yeah, Groot does. It's yes. insane. Yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah, because all he says is, I am Groot. I think we we might get a We Are Groot in Yeah, when he sacrificed in volume one. one? It's when he, okay. Yeah, it's when he makes the sphere and saves them all. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, you're talking about four words total that he's ever said, and, and mm-hmm. it's the way you say it, yes, and and the way the others react, but yeah, you're right. It's impressive that that's mm-hmm. all he says, and we've gotten so much out of him. So, yeah. I mean, well done. Like, for sure. Yeah, like, yeah James Gunn. A okay. Yeah. I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was good. Thanks. Oh, I have a teenage niece, so that's all. <laughs> there you go. Very familiar. <laughs> uh, next up, we're gonna lump these guys together too, which is Korg and Meek. Yeah. Um, they are a pair. They are from Planet Hulk, <laughs> as much more interesting characters, in okay. my opinion. I think. Meek is a very wasted character in the MCU because he's not a character. Yeah, um, more like a pet, if anything. Yeah, and yeah. Korg has kind of gotten on my nerves lately. <laughs> like, I'm over it. <laughs> I like Love I... and Thunder, but I was just like, I'm over Korg. Okay. I'm, I've had enough. <laughs> yeah, I, I love Korg in Ragnarok. He was hilarious. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Great one-liners. But, I, yeah, I will say it was... It was very forced in Love and Thunder, and I mean, well, and also like one of my new favorite movies is Lightyear, oh, okay, which yeah. also has Taika in it, oh, and that's it's right. the same thing. He does the same bit in all of the movies, and it's just like I get it. I'm I'm, I'm done. I don't. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> and in the in the comics, he's such an interesting character. Okay. Um the the race that he's from and you actually see one in uh the dark world that's the big rock thing that he kills in two seconds at the beginning of dark world but (laughs) it's actually from like the beginnings of thor and journey into mystery like his first appearance 
and he fights like an army of these things and in planet hulk they go back to that and talk about how they fought thor and he wiped out a bunch of their people and it's korg is a very noble like warrior as part of this gladiatorial you know setup that they've got going on that planet and just it's what pisses me off about Hulk in the MCU in general, because Planet Hulk is such a great story. Hmm. Like, if you have time to read it, please do. And if you don't, there's an animated movie that gets pretty close. Okay. That's like an hour and change. So watch that if you don't want to read a whole thing. But he's so interesting, and Meek is on that level. Like, he has such a cool character's journey of being this scaredy-cat little bug creature. Like, he looks more like a cockroach. Okay. And he's even black and, like, has, like, armor plating and shit. And then as the story progresses, he grows and, like, becomes an even bigger bug-like creature and shit. And it's his kind of journey into becoming more of a hero and less of just the scaredy little, you know, bug that's going to get smushed. Yeah. But in this, he doesn't even talk. (laughs) No. I, I don't know. Maybe sounds? I don't even remember for sure. Yeah, it's like screeches and clicks yeah until we think he's dead but he's turns out he's not and yeah for a joke yeah. that's just fine <laughs> yeah uh, i yeah it's it's fine yeah yeah we can move on from there i enjoyed korg like i said i enjoyed korg in the in in ragnarok and after that it's they're trying to yeah it yeah it's just a bit like i uh, they didn't really, they kind of added some character in Love and Thunder, kind of. Yeah, kind of, but it seemed like it was just to get more laughs, not really to yeah. to uh, to learn more about him or to care more. Yeah, just seemed for laughs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, now we have uh, Crow and the Deviants, which is from uh, Eternals. It took me mm-hmm. a second to remember. I saw it and I was like, what a dream. But yeah, it's, it's from uh, the Eternals. I think they were fine for what they were, but it's a lot like the... Uh, frost giants where it's like they're not the villain icarus is kind of right right i love eternals so you know woot woot but they they are just kind of monsters like crow is kind of cool when he starts to talk and get a vendetta against the other eternals but that's like two scenes yeah yeah it seemed so, like it would be a lot more in the trailer. It seemed like there'd be a lot mm-hmm. more of him, and that this is going to be important. But yeah, yeah. It, it it wasn't. It was just a couple scenes, and that was it. And and it seems like we're never going to see them again. So it's going to be almost like the Dark Elves, and it's yeah. and 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 Malekith, I should, really, yeah. and Luffy and the Frost Giants. Like it just seems like yeah. we saw them. They had to be somewhat of a side villain, and so that you all. didn't just hate Icarus the entire time, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's another one of those where he should have been where he was after they met uh, Druig, and he mm. sucked out Gilgamesh's energy source, and then he started to talk. Like that's the form he should have been from the beginning, right? Telling us why he was doing what he was doing. Yes. Instead of like, oh, now I like I get that the point of this is like they have this everlasting duel and they fight each other because that's what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But it'd be more interesting if Crow had actually been a character the entire time going, I know what is going on here. Right. 
And I, just thinking of that right now makes me wish that was what was in the movie. Because just if you had someone else in this movie going, I know what is really going on here. Erishim is lying to you. Mm-hmm. This is not, you know, what he's telling you is not true. Right. And it's just this big mystery the entire time. Like, that would have been really cool. Yeah, it would have been better. Yeah, I think it would have helped a lot. Yeah. Instead, it's, well, we assume a deviant killed Ajax, <laughs> and then it didn't, which was a cool reveal. But yeah. by the time you get there, you go, oh, so it was Icarus because he's a dickhead. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it still could have been a reveal. It could have been, you know, like, a, no, we didn't do it. And so now we're, we as the audience yeah. are still wondering. It would have been a better reveal. Home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Damn it. I love Eternals. <laughs> I really do. But I just figured out in two seconds a way to make it a better movie. And that stuff <laughs> pisses me off. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, let's talk about my two of my new favorite mo- monsters, Werewolf yeah. by Night and the Man-Thing. I love this so much, and it just it ticked every Universal Monster loving box that I had for this. Nice. And Man Thing was so cool. Yeah. Even though he did nothing and said nothing, he was awesome. He, I think he said Ted, right? Yeah, I think so. Or, I mean, he said Ted, or he said Jack, or maybe both. You're right. It wasn't no. much though. No. He's um, he's the Groot of Werewolf by Night, and he's yeah. awesome. <laughs> It was, this movie was a huge surprise for me. I, I've said it during the episode, and I think I've said it since, that I did not expect to like this movie at all. This was just a movie I was going to watch. Because it was part of Marvel, we decided to do an episode on it. So I've just, I sat down to just knock it out, and mm-hmm. by the end, I was like, I need to now watch this with my wife. <laughs> like, this was good. I really enjoyed this. And so, I, yeah, I love them, too. I I. I love the characters. I hope we get to see more. I don't know how it's going to work to just bring them in. There has to be a reason, but I hope they do because that'd be awesome. I'd love to see yeah. more of them. I enjoyed it. Like I said, it was. if you haven't watched it, if you are like me and thought, no thanks, give it a shot. Seriously, it's not even that long. So Yeah, um, yeah it's less than an hour. Is it really less than an hour? Or it's it was less just than an over. hour and a half. I'll, I'll look I don't remember. Okay, uh, but it, it, I mean they're just really cool. I mean to do classic Wolfman and to do Man Thing in general, like just the look of him was so cool, and the feel of this super retro classic Universal monster horror was so fun, and I can't wait to see more of these characters because they're just freaking cool. Yeah. Did you find you, it while I? Yeah, you were right. Fifty-two minutes, like. I was going to say, I, like, I don't remember. It's not that long. Yeah. I thought it, I, it, you know what? That's even more credit to them. It felt longer yeah. in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> yes. It was engaging. In a good way, for sure. Yeah. So, damn. Yeah. Check it out, everyone. Yeah. Do it. And then listen to our episode. It. Dang yeah. it. Obviously. Dang Featuring it. Brandon. So, yeah. there's that. How, how uh, I've got quite a want? few more on here, but we still got the Wannaseas to talk about. So, we're only going to talk about. Uh, this next one and then move on uh so the last one we have for the ones in the actual mcu is lizard um he's he's one of my favorite spider-man villains that i think they did a fine job with in amazing Mm spider-man but he was very nothing in no way home absolutely yeah like like it was it was disappointing really because yeah. it was exciting to see everyone come back. And it's like, all right, mm-hmm. Lizard, it's, you're up. And it was just what, a few lines. 
Yeah. That's they even left him in the truck when they were in the apartment scene, which that's, was easily the best right. scene of that movie. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, oh, he's just right. really... Like, it's kind of cool that he has that, those moments of like, this is not going to end well. And then he's like, I told you so. It's not going to end well. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, he's just kind of funny. Yeah. But it, not. It, it just... I, I mean, I love the movie, but yeah, him mm-hmm. being in there, if you wouldn't have brought him in, I just would have been like, oh, darn, I thought they would have brought them all. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe I would have been more disappointed if he wasn't because I would have hoped for more. I, I don't know. Yeah, it's I mean, just, there's only so story. many villains from the Andrew Garfield era. It's just, yeah. and it is, it's the problem with having a team of villains and doing a almost Sinister Six, mm. like you only have time to really delve into so many characters and they really only delved into those main three and then Sandman and uh, Lizard were just kind of like the extra ones there. Right. And unless you really watch those old movies, you really don't care who they are more so than the other ones. Yeah, that's true. And it's too bad. Yeah. Because as much as I don't like Amazing Spider-Man, like they did a good job with Lizard. That scene in the sewer is pretty cool yeah it was like when he strings up the webs and you know does the tuning fork thing to see where he is and shit like <laughs> yeah. that was pretty cool it was but in no way home he's just yeah yeah um yeah uh that's it for the ones that were in the uh, mcu so far there are more right. um but we got to keep on moving on so we're going to get into the want to sees and the main reason we did this episode is because of the first one we're going to talk about Blade. Yes. Technically, but. he's already been in Eternals as a voice. But okay. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I can't wait to see what uh, Mahershala does with him whenever this movie comes out. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know where we're at now in the. No, I don't either. The, I want to say but. it's end of 2024, but I don't remember anymore. Okay. Sure. Um. Yeah, aside from the production issues, Blade is such a cool character. And to have yeah. that energy in the MCU is going to be really cool. Yeah, and, and going back and rewatching Blade 1 and, and now 2, like, I am so excited to see him again. Like, he was awesome then. He was awesome rewatching. And now to get a, a mo- not maybe not modern version, but a modern, yeah, I guess a modern version because you're going to get yeah, modern a version. modern camera. It, it's modern been like 30 years. That. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Like I am super stoked for this. This he may be in, turning into one of my favorite characters if this movie can hit the notes that it needs to. And there's not even a lot. Just be Blade. You know, be super, yeah. not cocky, but very Eric. Maybe arrogant. You know what I'm? Yeah. Just a very yeah. confident Blade. He's sure of himself. Yes, very sure of himself. A little bit of over the topness, and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, some I, fun winks at the camera would be nice. Yes. It'd be, it, to do that corniness without it being so corny that it is Blade from the 90s, yes. like, it, it would be nice. I, It's tough because on paper, it seems like such an easy thing to do. Right, yeah. There are, <laughs> whether you want to tie it to the multiverse or something Doctor Strange did, or just say that we've had vampires all along. They just, mm-hmm. we haven't dealt with them till now. Right. Fine. Like, okay. It's all good. And then just do a Blade movie. Yes. As long... I, like, And you can do PG-13 vampires. 
Yeah. I kind of hope they don't, and it's rated R, but I doubt it will be. Right. You know, it, but it'd be, it could be really cool. I just, I hope it's dark. I hope that it's dark and serious and not as doofy as some of the movies we've been getting lately. I agree. Yeah. I, I, I would love that. And the the comedy part could be the kind of poking fun at itself in the originals. Yeah. That would be fine. You know, mm-hmm. like maybe someone, hey, can I see your sword? And he whips it all around and it's just like, no, I'm just kidding. Here you go. You know, like that'd be <laughs> Or that'd he whips be... it all around and then puts it back in his holster. <laughs> right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Something like that just to kind of wink back at the originals, but still be badass. Yeah. A little bit of laughter here and there. Because yeah. we got that with the originals too. They just were cheesy 80s, 90s. Mm-hmm type of comedy but yeah yeah man i'm super stoked for this i, I just thought of a scene where his shades fall off of a desk and he catches them before he hits they <laughs> hit the floor and then he puts them on, <laughs> them on? oh yes please oh, man. that'd be cool or sometimes uh, he one... changes them out for prescription sunglasses <laughs> yeah. oh i can't see no. hold on i can't see oh. what these Where's or he starts other? to put them on he goes oh it's about nighttime i won't, <laughs> I won't yes. wear them right now uh, yes. Wear sunglasses <laughs> at night. Oh, I would love it. Oh, man. Uh, the monster I'm looking forward to the most, especially yeah. as soon as they announced him, is the leader. Okay. Um, they teased him in Incredible Hulk. They bring him back, what's his face, Tim Blake Nelson, I think is his name. I think so. As Samuel Stearns. He's such a cool character. He's a cool looking character. Like, if they do the big bulbous green head. Because at the end of Incredible Hulk, he gets some Hulk blood in his head. Yeah. Like a gash in his head, and it starts to bubble. And, like, if they do that, and he just has this giant deformed head. <laughs> Is it cool looking, though? <laughs> it could be. I don't know like, if you're right. I, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> We're going to have to disagree on this one. Would I like to see it? Yeah. Do I think it'll look yeah. cool? <laughs> I don't think so. It's it's all about the execution, man. Like That's if fair. they yeah. If they really spend the money... Or do some classic makeup effects, which I think would probably be like makeup effects with CG enhancements. Okay. Would probably be the way to go with this and just do some classic monster makeup on him. All right. I just, the idea of this character being a maniacal, mustache twirling, <laughs> mind reading psycho villain could be really cool. I do hope, as we've discussed many times on here, they make him a real character. Because there is a, definitely a way to make him a little too mustache twirling. Yeah. And not enough of an actual villain. Yeah. But if you go into, like, the cost that it is, you know, given him to have these powers. And, like, he was, you know, hijacked by S.H.I.E.L.D. when it was still Hydra and experimented on. And then he's, you know, he broke out or whatever and has been doing shit behind closed doors all this time, like. You could do some really cool reveals and tie up a lot of loose ends yeah. to, like, if he's the the one that um, Wally Goggs was answering to Wally in Ant Man and the Wasp, like that <laughs> would be really cool. Yeah, that would. but we'll see. Yeah, I yeah, have and, a lot of hope. Yeah, I, and like you said, I do hope they're very more serious with him because he was he was. As Mr. Blue, or I don't remember his name now. Yeah, in... Mr. Blue. Okay. He was serious, and he took this serious. He didn't joke around about it. It was an important, serious thing to him. And so for him to be, like, mustache twirly and all that, just goofy, evil villain type, it just wouldn't fit right. So I do hope he's... Mm. 
a serious threat and it's taken serious and they play it serious of course they're gonna have their jokes here and there sure but for He's him to big still green be skin, serious, head guy, but, yeah, you know, it's kind of doofy. Yeah, I, I hope they do it right. I, I do, because yeah. they, it could be great. So and it's kind of why I hope that the Hulks are in the movie because you need someone to be like, oh, it's that guy, right? Like, yeah, I, I could definitely and, see Bruce just like the realization, like, like Mister Blue, is that you? What happened to you? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and then that, there you go. Explain what happened yeah. to you and where you've been this whole time and. Mm-hmm. Off we go. Boom. There's your movie. It writes itself, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, what you been up to? You're like super <laughs> weird right now. Back. Uh, the next one, the next uh, monster that is rightly due for an MCU debut is the symbiotes. We've been, uh, you know, hoping and hyping on them even in this episode. Yeah. Uh, it's, I don't want to say long overdue, but it's like, I feel like they kind of missed the golden opportunity mm-hmm. to do it during Infinity War and Endgame. But mm-hmm. they did introduce the symbiotes into the MCU with No Way Home. That's right. Eddie Brock, for reasons, uh, was in the MCU proper, and then he fucked off, and then for other reasons, part of the symbiote stayed behind in Mexico for another year. Yeah. With, with Danny um, Rojas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so He's from uh, Ted Lasso. If, any, if anyone watches Ted Lasso, knows what I'm talking about. So they're Fo- just hijacking that entire cast for Phase 4. <laughs> Maybe. Who else is there? Uh, isn't it Ted Lasso oh, yeah. is uh, Hercules? Yeah, Hercules, yeah. No, not Ted Lasso himself, but his Roy, Roy Kent. He is in Ted Lasso. Roy Kent in Ted Lasso. You are mm. right. He is. <laughs> Good call. Good. I forgot Thanks. about that. <laughs> for a show I've never seen. I, you know, I try. Yeah. I remember um, a few days ago. Totally yeah. forgot when you mentioned it. <laughs> That's fair. But I'm excited to see what they do with it. I like the idea. I mean, in, in Venom, we saw the symbiote move from person to person and travel great distances, mm-hmm. sucking life forces to get to the host that it wants to get to in Eddie. You could have that exact same thing happen, and it's looking for Peter because it knows, it knows who Peter is. Right. Like, that's why... The, un- the multiversal hive mind, I think is what they call it in Let There Be Carnage. Okay. That explains why he was pulled into the MCU universe. Sure. Yeah. I don't dumb. remember it it's, <laughs> it's dumb. But it's fine. I mean, it was in- when they said it, it was like, oh, that's interesting. And it, it makes sense because there was a symbiote from another universe that attached itself to Tobey Maguire Therefore, the multiversal hive mind, laser beam, knows <laughs> who Peter Parker is-ish. Okay. Even after Doctor Strange's spell? <laughs> yeah. And so, well, it's multiversal hive mind, so it knows the multiverse or something. I don't okay. know. Sure. And so it's it's going to travel from Mexico to wherever Spider-Man finds himself in Spider-Man 4. I Maybe. Mm-hmm. And that's the th- and I, I am excited because it's story wise it's the perfect place for him because Peter's in such a dark place after Aunt May died. Right. You can have him and he's all by himself. Yeah. You know, his hot girlfriend's gone, his best friend's gone. He's all uh, alone and hot the- best friend. Be inclusive, please. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. 
Sorry. They're all gone. And so, <laughs> I understand. Uh, so it, like he's at his lowest. Yeah, that's true. And this is when you want to do this story. Because it's all about anger and darkness taking over. Right. So Which he would be right what, now. He would be yeah. angry and in a dark place. And yeah, that's... Yeah. Like they... Like we've said like four times already, they missed the perfect tee up to introduce an alien life form into the story, mm-hmm. but they figured it out anyway, I guess, close enough. Yeah. It's happened already, so it doesn't matter, and we can move on with this. And I'm very excited for them to announce Spider Man four and yeah. just say we're doing Venom. Yes. Oh, or something awesome. thereabouts. I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next up, something we're not excited for. I still haven't watched this movie. <laughs> Morbius. I haven't either. I, 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 I don't do, have a reason to. <laughs> no. <laughs> or I guess I, we will. Are we going to watch it in our... Well, I don't know if we'll get to it this year, but... Right, with this we'll season? See, yeah, but eventually we'll get there. I like this character. Okay. Like, the idea of Michael Morbius being this scientist who had this rare blood disease... And he's experimenting on himself, and he's using vampire bats, and it turns him into a vampire. And the hope that, like we talked about in our Blade episodes, they could actually tie him into Blade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think they... Well, I mean, they just did Morbius, so they're not going to. Right. But the idea that they could actually use him in Blade would be really cool. Not Jared Leto. Okay, I was I was gonna ask, no. would you take Jared Leto with Feige's input on things? If it's a multiversal Jared Leto, so it has nothing to do with that movie. Okay, maybe. <laughs> but I also like I I like Jared Leto, but I don't like Jared Leto. <laughs> I you know I completely understand what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, because same. There yeah. is two Jared Letos. Yeah. There is. There's his performances, uh-huh. like uh, Blade Runner 2049, and I think he was in Tron 2, and some other stuff, like, wasn't he in Tron Legacy? I don't know. I'll I look. don't remember. I... <laughs> I don't remember. I like Tron Legacy. It was fun. It was. Shitty CG, but it was a good movie. Um, Like, he's a great actor. I even like his Joker, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> but he's just a weird dude, and I don't... <laughs> Like, keep that nonsense shit over at DC. They can deal <laughs> with their Ezra Millers and their Jared Leto's and just keep I, it over there. I don't want it. I do not see Jared Leto listed in the uh, Tron Legacy been... cast. Okay. I, maybe, I, obviously, I'm wrong. I can <laughs> admit that. I'm a big person. Good. On the outside. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I think it done well, Morbius is cool done wrong okay. we get the morbius movie available now on netflix <laughs> i knew you were gonna oh, i knew you were gonna i love it <laughs> uh next option which is one i don't think they'll do but i think it has some promise is a character called man wolf okay. he's a spider-man villain he is J. jonah jameson's son john i believe it's a lot of j's in that family he also he's an astronaut jameson <laughs> yeah J. jonah jameson jr jr <laughs> Maybe. John Jason Jameson Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> uh, he's an astronaut and he goes up into space and he gets this weird werewolf disease thing. Hmm. It's an interesting idea. He's a, he is a space werewolf. 
Okay. Basically. <laughs> um, and you think this has potential? I mean, it's different. I don't. I wouldn't do yeah. it, but it's okay. an interesting idea. Okay. Like I almost skipped this one, but it's you know it's weird enough. I'd take. I would. Well, I, I would take the next. Resto, almost. No, I. I, I think it would be f- funny, given J.K. Simmons back as Jameson, to have his son become a werewolf. Okay. That would be funny. <laughs> I don't. I I don't think it. I don't know. I put it on here because it was on the list of monsters, and this list right. was a lot shorter than my first list. But <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense. So okay, <laughs> that's fine. I feel like any uh, any character anything you do with him, you could just do with Werewolf by Night. You, yeah, it's, that's your werewolf and much already. Better. Yes, yeah. you don't need two werewolves. Thank you. You don't need regular werewolf and space werewolf. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, there are a ton of characters that we want to see from this next uh, character's team, but mm-hmm. my favorite and the one that is closest to a monster is Beast from the okay. X-Men. Yeah. He's my favorite of the X-Men. Kelsey Grammer crushed it. And what's-his-face, Nicholas Holt? I think so. Did pretty good, too. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I think I, I'm excited to see Beast because he is actually an Avenger as well in the oh, comics cool so it would okay. be cool to kind of like bring in the x-men finally into the mcu bring yeah. in beast and have him eventually be an avenger would be really cool that would be yeah i i mean i take that for sure i i i agree that nicholas Holt did a, i think he did a fine job i don't remember anything bad so i think he did a good job Mm-mm. the only thing I, just, I don't like about those is the way they made him hulk oh. basically in two yeah where it's like it's too expensive to have me be beast all the time, and it's kind of uncomfortable, and I don't want to do it. So I have this watch thing that makes <laughs> me not beast sometimes, unless I get too angry, and then it's just going to show up. Like, just make him fucking beast. It defeats yeah. the purpose of the first movie. Yes. Is what bothers me. Because that was my favorite part of, well, not favorite part, but it's one of my favorite parts of that movie is seeing the origins of Beast, and it was so comic accurate, more or less, and the ramifications of what he did. But by the next movie, it's, well, I developed this stupid watch thing, (laughs) and now I don't have to be Beast if I don't want to be, unless (laughs) I stub my toe on something, and then better watch out. (laughs) It's just dumb. I would love to see someone who, like, commits to just being full-on Beast, like Kelsey did. That'd be so cool. And Bring I love Frasier. So. Uh, we know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> and you also love Nicolas Cage, who was also Ghost No, Rider. I don't. Do you really not like Nicolas Cage? I like him when he's good. When is he not? I, uh, half of the <laughs> movies he does. I, You know, and I say this like once a week. Like when he's trying, Nicolas uh-huh. Cage is great. Like Family Man. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I loved him in that. But when he's doing it for the paycheck, hard pass. Okay. Uh, yeah, so next up we have, and I'll just lump these all together, Ghost Rider, Mephisto, and I guess Nightmares from Doctor Strange. Ghost Rider and Mephisto. Um, there's been a lot of Mephisto talk. Ghost Rider did mm-hmm. appear in the MCU, kind of, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as what's-his-face, Gabriel Luna? No, that's someone else. Gabriel something mm-hmm. from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. season. Yeah, I I I do know who you're talking about. I don't remember what. I think that might even be the actor's name. I don't even remember. Oh, um, Diego uh, something. I don't know. Okay, 
I don't know. But I, the, the character of Ghost Rider is cool. And Mephisto, obviously, we've had rumblings of Mephisto since WandaVision. There's been a lot of recent rumors that he is not only the villain of, or part of the villain story in Ironheart, but he might also be getting his own Disney Plus special presentation right. with uh, Sasha Baron Cohen as Mephisto. Yeah. Which I have very mixed emotions on. But... I, I know. <laughs> you do? Know. But... I'm willing to give it a try. Yes. Mephisto's a cool character. He's basically the devil, literally, uh, in the um, in the Marvel Universe. And to have him do this sort of wager with Johnny Blaze and to do Ghost Rider without Nicolas Cage <laughs> and do it seriously and with some pathos, I think could be really cool. Especially with this monster age that we're starting up. Like, It's kind of the perfect time for Ghost Rider. I'm trying to find him. continues to look at his phone. Robbie Reyes. Finally. I wasn't even close. <laughs> no, you weren't. <laughs> uh, I guess I could look up what the actor's name is, but... <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just think that's Gabriel what it was. Gabriel Luna. I, so there, that's what I was... That's yeah. what it was. Okay. I was remembering the actor's name, not the character's name. Yeah. Um, which is almost better, or worse. I don't remember. But I, I would like to see Johnny Blaze just because he's the classic ghostwriter, hmm? and he's the one I know at least a little bit about. Okay. Like he was a stunt man. His dad was a stunt man to save his dad's life after a horrible accident. He makes a deal with the devil and becomes the spirit of vengeance. Yeah. For Mephisto. That's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. I was trying to think of how they could kind of modernize that and with, with, you know, like a jackass type thing. But the, I don't know why his dad would be doing it. Maybe his dad got in an accident on his own. Well, I mean, there are still stunt bike riders. Like it's still a thing that exists. I guess, but it's cares. it's not as much. <laughs> that's true of a lot of stuff. No one cares about jackass anymore either. If we're going that's, there, <laughs> it's at least closer to now. <laughs> Is it though? I don't. I don't know. I don't know when when stunt riders and jackass crossed paths of hurt yourself on purpose. People mm-hmm. love it. <laughs> the Venn diagram of dickheads. On yes. Fast exactly. machines. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, there's potential here. Like, it could be kind of cool. I don't know if I need a series of movies, but a series of, like, like two special presentations where you have Mephisto and his origins, and that tees up Ghost Rider and his origins, and then you can use Ghost Rider in, like, a Midnight Suns team-up thing with Blade and the rest okay. of the wackadoodles. <laughs> that could be pretty cool. Yeah, well, I don't cool. like I said, I don't think I need a Ghost Rider movie ever again in my life. Yeah. But you might need to to, to get the effects right, but then we got Man Thing. And he looks yeah. fucking awesome. So He did. I don't know. Although a lot of that was practical. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah like that we was did. an actual suit that they CG'd up and made look even better. Yeah. So mm. yeah, I don't know if you could do that. A lot, though. So. I'll Red Skull. <clears throat> I was about to say, I don't know if you could do a skull head, and then I went, red skull is a skull head, and it's red, and it looked really good. It so did. if you can do, like, a regular skull head. Yeah. Money. And put a flame on it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Done. Deal. <laughs> They've even removed noses before. Like, they could make this a whole thing. It actually probably looked better, honestly, because those <laughs> movies, while not very good, look worse. So. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it, I don't know how long, so. 
Like the coolest scene is like the the glamour shot when he's first riding up the side of the building. Yeah, like, that's fucking cool. But like every time you like see his face, not so much. And the changing into it is so cool. It's like the the whole start the motorcycle and it all changes and as a motorcycle kicks on, flames shoot. It's very awesome looking. But you're right. Like, do we yeah. need to make a movie just so we can see this? Probably not. I think you could tackle it in an hour. Yeah. Special presentation style. It sounds like that's what they might be doing with Silver Surfer, too. And he's a much more interesting character than Johnny Blaze. <laughs> so. There you go. All right. I'm going to skip over that one and talk about the main monster we're all waiting to see from the team we are all waiting to see. <laughs> and it is coming very, very soon from, I don't remember the director, Matt Shackman. I, sounds familiar. It was a guy that, I'm pretty sure it was a guy that did WandaVision, which was yeah. Matt Shackman. But the thing, the classic Marvel first, well, not first, obviously, but, <laughs> you know, first superhero monster of Marvel from Marvel's first family, the thing. I, I can't wait for Fantastic Four. I know. Like, we, I mean, <laughs> we can't wait for a good one, because we've gotten more, yeah. and they weren't good. Yeah. I, I, I like the first one for being 2005, but it's still not great. And I love what they did with the thing. He's probably the best part of that movie, really. Yeah, and the most the, fan, the Fox-tastic Four one I, that was just so disappointing because they had such a great yeah. cast. Like that cast did was they, good. I think so. Was it though? <laughs> I think as far as acting goes and the stuff I've seen them in before, in I sense, think so. But not in, it, it had the potential to be good. That's like what Kate Mara is good on paper. Miles Teller is good on paper. This is exactly what I'm saying. Is like the cast looked yeah. like they should have been good, and then we got what we got, and it wasn't. So yeah, that's fair. I don't know. I still I, think Miles Teller in what's the drumming movie with J. Jonah Jameson? Uh, Whiplash. Whiplash, great. It's like I've never seen where's it. that actor in this right. movie? Yeah, I mean so. he's. He's too much of a cocky dick to be Reed Richards, but yeah. I mean he's fine, and I like Kate Mara, fine. Like she did okay. Um, I liked her in House of Cards for the most part, um, but I, Michael Chiklis is at this point unfortunately the best thing <laughs> we've had. Yeah. Um, but he looked great. Like that was a practical suit, and yeah. it looked amazing. It did, and they. They nailed the vibe. They nailed his journey of being this monster and struggling with that. Mm-hmm. They did the classic, we don't want him be in the suit the whole time. So in the second movie, he got a way to not be it, you know, for part of the movie yeah. to save money. But if they could, like, <laughs> do some good CGI, maybe with some practical facial prosthetics or something, like, they could, if, as good as Thanos looked... You're right. If you put that amount of effort into the thing, he could be amazing looking. Yeah, that would look great. But if you don't, <laughs> he could look like Hulk's son and She-Hulk. So it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. it's that tough. That was terrible. Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> the God, hair. Man. The hair. It's it was just, the hair. It, it really was. It doesn't work. <laughs> they had so many better options. Just give him long hair. Like yeah. he did in the books. Not this weird man bun thing he had. It's just stupid. <laughs> Speaking of Hulks, though, and yeah. one that's been rumored for a long time, Red Hulk yeah. would be really cool. I don't see him 
doing it in New World Order because I think Thunderbolts is after that. Mm-hmm. And I could maybe see him doing it in Thunderbolts. Okay. That could actually be kind of cool. Like, we still don't know what Thunderbolts is. Yeah. Um, and for those who don't know who Red Hulk is, it's General Ross. He, I don't know the whole story, but he wants his own Hulk powers, as we've seen like four times on this list. <laughs> and he turns into Red Hulk without the mustache for some reason. I think that would be a cool journey. I mean, given that we have Harrison Ford filling in for the dearly departed uh, William Hurt, he's going to be in New World Order and Thunderbolts. As we talked about when Hurt passed away, like, you don't recast and bring him back unless you have a purpose. Right. Like, it sounds like he's going to be the president, maybe, in New World Order. Oh, really? Uh-huh. And... Like of the United then, States? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not just like of some company? <laughs> a fan club? <laughs> yeah. So we love no, Hulk like fan I, club? Yeah. Uh, okay. So it uh. could be interesting if he kind of gets disgraced in New World Order or he's still the president by the end mm-hmm. and then creates the Thunderbolts as like his Amanda Waller black ops team suicide squad. Okay. But then he goes cray cray. (laughs) I don't know. It'd be cool, but I don't know what this movie's going to be. So I just like, I just need a trailer image of a red fist and I'll go, okay, they're doing red Hulk. Yay. 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 Yay, This is my happy. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Yay. I'm so excited. Yay. All right, this has gone on long enough. The last one we're going to talk about, even though I've got a couple more, but the rest are just kind of boring, is the main monster that I think I kind of want to see culminate the MCU. Like, if they ever want to fully just end the MCU, you Mm -hmm. end on this monster, and it's Galactus. Right. He's a world eater. He literally eats worlds. We talked about it before with the slices of bread. Just (laughs) num, num, num. We and did you eat that planet down. Of course we did. And slab on the jelly and just or some mayonnaise and maybe some cheese and just munch, munch, some munch. Cheese. Yeah. A nice fresh cut tomato. Mm. Mm. No, I don't Mm-mm. like tomato. Have you tried a nice fresh cut one, Justin? Yes, I don't like them. I don't think it was nice, <laughs> fresh, and cut. It was It was all of those things. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Raw okay. tomato is not, not good at all. If it was cooked, okay, it takes like out some of that. Like an actual slice of cook, you'd eat that? Maybe. There's one um, tangent, even though we've made yeah. this last a lot longer than I thought it would. <laughs> yeah. uh, Red Robin has a burger where they, like, soak it in some sort of marinade, so it kind of, like, it cuts down on that acrid, gross, tomato-y taste, <laughs> okay, and okay. it's just good and it's it's quite nice i think it's called like the mad love burger hmm. it's really good um but yeah i hate raw tomato with a fiery passion galactus <laughs> is this giant like he's kind of like if you don't know like the celestials yeah he's technically not one and we talked about this <laughs> when we did eternals but he's he looks like that if you know the celestials like he's, he's not that <laughs> no but he he looks like one. Like, right, he's okay. just huge. He's yes. purple. He's got armaments and shit. And 
he uses Silver Surfer as his herald to search out planets that could feed him. And he needs to eat planets to survive. Now, does it matter the planet? Like, more human or more living things work better? Well, or? I, I don't know for sure. Because mm-hmm. when... The, the story of Silver Surfer is essentially he was going to eat Silver Surfer's planet, Zen La, mm-hmm. and Norrin Rad sacrifices himself to become the herald of Galactus, become the Silver Surfer, and search out planets without sentient life, I think. Or he just kind of, you know, is willing to sacrifice planets that aren't his own. And then he comes to Earth and meets the Fantastic Four and goes, well, we can't eat these people yet. So, we can or can't? Can't. Bad. Okay, okay. yes. I'm going to call this place my home and, and do other stuff here. Okay. Um... And I really, like, I love Silver Surfer. He's a really cool character. And if we're doing Silver Surfer, you have to do Galactus. They're a package deal. (laughs) Like, it's the reason Silver Surfer exists as a being, because Galactus creates him. Yeah. And, again, just, if you ever want to finish the MCU completely and then start over in ten years, you use Galactus, because, I mean, what is bigger than something that literally eats planets? Yeah. Something that eats like, galaxies. Mmm. Mmm. Twist. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm I think it could be really cool. So. I, Jerry, I'm excited for that uh, <laughs> to hit the internet. It'll be on YouTube's. Um, yeah, I think it could be really cool. Like, they've yeah. already set up characters that look like that. So you could do, because, I mean, we got a Galactus in Rise of the Silver Surfer. And he was a big cloud thing. It was really dumb. Um, the Silver Surfer wasn't bad. The okay, right. mocap was done by um, Doug Jones. Ah, who's awesome. <laughs> and then the awesome. the voice was our good friend Larry Fish, and he was awesome. So it would be it'd be really cool to see that done even better. Yeah, like of as shitty as that movie was, Larry Fish as Silver Surfer was fantastic, mm. and to see that even better now, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I so. Really, I want Galactus for Silver Surfer. Like that's okay. that's really my point. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I I think if we can get it to where where you know the the Avengers, you know, I guess the remaining ones sacrifice themselves to save the planet would be awesome. But just a mm-hmm. a Galactus comes in and just defeats everyone, and that's okay. That was the last one. Bye. Like, well, no, I don't think he's gonna actually like eat the planet. That yeah, would be yeah. a really sour ending for the yeah. MCU. We did all this, but some big thing just went, and now it's gone. <laughs> I hope that sound carried over on the mic. I do too. I'll have to boost the audio <laughs> if it didn't. <laughs> uh, but I think, like I said, I, you you don't get better bigger than that. Yeah. Or bitter than that. I, I bet the planet <laughs> tastes a little sour. Oh, honestly. yeah, all those tomatoes? Mm. Yeah, yuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... It, it, there's no threat that is going to ever match that. Mm-hmm. So, end on a high note, just do it. It could be cool. But I could also see them not doing that and just have him be someone that the Fantastic Four have to take down, too. Okay. Or shoehorn it into an Eternal sequel like we talked about. But right. it, it is a cool idea that I think would be fun. Because he's not a character that you can, like, reason with. All right. He's just like he, and he doesn't eat. 
planets out of malice. It's just that's what he needs to survive. And for whatever reason, the universe has created and needs a Galactus. It's kind of like the way the Celestials are. Like, It's part of the process of having a universe is the Celestials being born out of planets. And we just kind of got fucked. And there's (laughs) one called Tiamat in the middle of our planet. Like, oops. But that is also for reasons, the reason that there's life on this planet and all that shit. And so I've always thought, especially since Eternals, like you could really have Erisham be the judge who judges the planet and Galactus is the executioner. Oh, yeah. Who, you know, if, like there's got to be some sort of, I, I would assume that the Eternals saying no and ending Tiamat's, you know, life is new (laughs) but there's got to be a contingency or like a dog on a leash in the backyard that they're like well we're gonna bring out this guy (laughs) and now you're gonna have to deal with him if you really want to survive take on the galactus dude you could do it and have it make sense and work yeah in what they've established so far yeah i like that that could work would you really still need silver surfer for that no, but cancel that idea then. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but you can find I mean, a way. you yeah, you'd find a way. I mean, yeah. it'd just be I don't know. Like maybe he comes do... and scouts out what happened, and then he decides, yeah, this is this is yeah. a Galactus mission. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, or they have yeah yeah. I I was gonna say like he's the one that like preps the world to be right. eaten, like in um. In Earth's Mightiest Heroes, it's kind of how they end the series, and that's what kind of gave me the idea of that's how they could end the MCU, honestly. But there are these three, like, pillar things that go to different locations in the Earth, so he doesn't actually eat it like a big sandwich. He, like, (laughs) drains the planet of its energies, and in the cartoon, he used these pillar things, and the heralds uh, protected those pillars. So it could be Silver Surfer protecting these energy rods that Galactus is using to eat the planet. But then he goes, oh, these guys don't suck as much as we thought. (laughs) And he helps take down the pillars or something. Okay. But we'll see. Yes, we will. Or not, because they might not do it. I don't know. And we'll complain about it. Justin Mm -hmm. Yeah, I will. All right, that is it for uh, Marvel Monsters. Thank you for sticking with us. If you haven't turned us off by now, I yeah. had fun. I hope you did too. Yeah, this was fun. This was uh, this was interesting to me, and I hope it was for you as well. Nope, not, not you. I don't care about you. <laughs> you, the listener. Okay. Yes, you. Okay. I'm talking to you, listener. Yeah. Oh, nice. that's right. Yes. Um, okay. Well, if you enjoyed this, tune in next episode because we're going to be talking. About I forgot what we're talking about already. <laughs> the amazing Spider Man, right? Right. Not the Amazing Spider Man. Not the Amazing Spider Man. The first yeah, one. Spider Man from two thousand two. Yes. With Toby McGuire. Yeah. So we're gonna be talking about that. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't know if we're gonna have a guest on or not. We've kind of slacked off on scheduling one. So if we get one yes, before, then we, we will. have. <laughs> oh. Okay. Salt. Onto that tomato. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. 
but yes, if you do enjoy us rambling on, we'll rambling on again next episode with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to reach out and let us know if you hate it or preferably love it, please do go to the website. We are marvelpod.com uh, or email us. We are marvelpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, or find us on social media. We are Marvel Pod, especially that Facebook page that Justin mentioned at the beginning. What? Um, or go oh, to the website sorry. and click on the link. Sends you to merchandise page. Buy a shirt. Burn it because you hate us so much. I don't uh-huh. care what you do with your merchandise. But if you buy it, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's all we got for this week. I think so, too. Awesome. We went all down right. a dark road there, but it's okay. Yeah. Down. I, I don't know why you guys are so angry, but I made you angry. I do. My- imagination <laughs> <laughs> uh, i hope you're not i hope you had fun we had fun yeah uh we'll mm-hmm. be back next week like i said or next episode i don't know if it's next week or not dates are hard we'll see how the we'll see how the week goes <laughs> that's right <laughs> but we do want to say thank you guys for listening we do appreciate it we appreciate the support and all that stuff and uh until next episode i've been jeremy and i've been justin bye bye